What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, where we do reviews on whiskeys under $30, and that is what we're doing tonight. We're going to be doing on, on, a, on a rye. Yes, we are. So that is a little bit different, because normally we do bourbons and uh, well, yeah, we're mostly, mostly bourbons, but um, we are doing it on a rye, and if you guys haven't listened to us before, we can get slightly offensive and inappropriate at times, so just a heads up there. Um, and tonight, it is going to be just Rob and I. Uh, Chris wasn't able to make it for this one. He had to go on vacation. <laughs> Come on. Hey, it's been a rough, a rough year. You know yeah, I think I mean? all of us, though. Yeah, you know, but I mean, no excuses, right? I mean, I Come did. On, I, I took a vacation last year too. Well, a few months ago, quite yeah. a few months ago. Yeah, I forgive but. you. <laughs> You're here. So, so, what are we sipping on, Rob? We are sipping on. Actually, you picked this one, so I did. we kind of like alternate who buys, and we usually buy like three, four bottles at a time. Right. And this is one of Devo's picks. Um, surprise, surprise, considering he's the rye guy and I'm the bourbon guy. Right, right. More so. I mean, we both like both, but, um, so this is Rittenhouse straight rye whiskey. It is a hundred proof and it is bottled in bond. It, um, for those of you that forget, they just have to hit certain criteria Mm -hmm. and they become bottled in bond, which goes back to, I think it was the late 1800s, early 1900s. I think it was late 1800s. I think it's 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, so what would happen was, you know, when the, the miners would go buy whiskey, they'd spend, you know, a lot of their money on whiskey, and so you had these cheap alternatives that came out, and for the government to kind of stop that and to know that you're buying a quality product, they came out with bottled and bond. Right, right. So this is one of those, but nowadays you don't really have to worry about it, because if you go to a liquor store, most of them are not bottled and bond. So. Which- could I uh, say something too? So this one was um, suggested to us by one of our listeners as well. Um, actually, a long like I would say, a few months ago, that uh, this one was was uh, you know suggested to us. Um, finally picked it up. Uh, what I think is kind of interesting about it too is that one, it's a rye, so they have to hit the parameters of of it being considered a rye and then they also have to do the same thing for the bottled and bond part too. You are correct. So, so I just think that's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a great point. Um nothing else really exciting about the bottle to be honest. This is probably the most boring bottle we've r- reviewed. Yeah, and it also has a screw top which you love. So yeah, absolutely love that. I cannot think. Um, well, we did do like Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, but that was with Coke. So, um, yeah, yeah it's and a very boring bottle. You're not you're not gonna buy this because you're like, ooh, the bottle. You're gonna buy it for the price. How much was this? Uh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, is that how? Che- I didn't know it was that cheap. Yeah, I thought it was thirty dollars for some reason. No, nine. I'm pretty sure I picked it up for 19.99 at uh, Total Wine. So if you guys don't have a Total Wine near you, it, it should still be uh, a decent price as well. Definitely. And uh, just to plug this a little bit, if you guys um, are having a hard time finding a bottle, um, we have kind of affiliated with CW Spirits, which is based out of San Diego. It is a, a online shopping for um, all different types of liquor not just whiskey but you can get uh tequila vodka um wines on there as well 
Um, and you know, if, if you're having a hard time and you're searching for a bottle, uh, we found that they, they have a decent selection of the harder bottles to find. Definitely. And if you spend, I think right now over $150, you get free shipping, right, um, right. which honestly, you know, hopefully CW spirits isn't listening, but some of their prices, little egregious on some of the products but they are the harder to find items. They do have some items out there and we're gonna push those to you guys, the ones that are are just slightly above it. And if you have a hard time to find it, that's a good spot to go. But if you do want to... Um, we have a discount code for you. Yeah, we, we have that too. But if there is something that you really want and you're willing to pay the extra money, it, they, they likely have it. They have a very large selection. Um, but check them out. Uh, Buffalo Trace is on there. I think it's $28. Yeah. And or twenty nine, and uh, we do have a five percent discount code if you guys want to use that, and that's podcast with a K five. Whiskey comes in casks. Exactly, but um, sorry to push that, but I just wanted to let you guys know that's there, um, and you can message us when it, with any questions. Like I said, we'll keep you updated with some better bottles at good prices on there. Yeah. Um, but back to the whiskey that we're supposed to be reviewing. Um, yeah, there's absolutely nothing exciting about this bottle. The most exciting thing about this bottle is that it's bottled in Bond. Right, right. And, I mean, they even kind of illustrate it, uh, I would say, a little differently. But, I mean, it... It seems like most of them are at the bottom. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe but, that's different. But... Yeah, uh, Color-wise, it is more of like a darker car uh, caramel. Um as Chris would say, it almost looks like it would probably look a little bit more to him like a vanilla um, in terms of uh, like the liquid form. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. Um, also getting like a dark honey. Yeah, yeah. I'd say um, that too. But I'm excited to try it. It's a great price point. I've heard a lot of good things about it from mm -hmm. others that it's a really good affordable uh, rye. But... Um, I guess that's why we try them, and we'll uh, let you know what we think. Devo's going to um, pop the bottle. Screw, 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 screw. Yeah, I was gonna say uneventful for the the pop, but yeah, not the is. not the best pop. Um. So. So yeah, hopefully you guys are having a wonderful night and uh, getting to drink some whiskey or bourbon with us. Um. And hopefully our reviews are helping you guys out in picking whiskey in general for your nights in, Friday nights. We really hope so. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we'll push that later because we just pushed something else and I feel <laughs> awkward. So um, on to the whiskey. Devo, what are you getting on the nose? I kind of put him on the spot. He hadn't even smelled it yet. Intriguing. You know, like it's definitely got the rye scent i mean i would hope so since it is a straight rye but um it's got like a foresty scent to it like a it like does. almost walking through like the forest if you were among kind of pine. like an earthy yeah 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 exactly um so rye is really mellow too considering the proof but i'm getting so i guess what i could say is that it has like an oak to it there's ethanol like on that second scent uh, or a second um sniff it like is there is uh, ethanol there is ethanol. there's like, not a I, it's I not too to heavy say, though a nail polish remover okay like that makes sense i'm getting the oak the pine um the ethanol the rye 
I'm trying to pick up on a sweetness in there, but not not getting too really, much sweet. It's no. definitely more spice. Um, I would say that it's got more of like a nutmeg allspice um, type scent to it. Yeah, I'm for, getting a, for the spice, a light vanilla caramel in there. Okay. Yeah, I could I could kind of see that like. And when and when you say light, it's definitely very light. You're you're definitely having to uh, search for it for on the nose for that one. But to me, you're getting the first thing that hits you is the rye. But yeah. it's not heavy. Next is kind of like an ethanol, ethanol, then like a little bit of earthy, piney kind of scent, a little bit of oak following that, and then I'd say caramel and vanilla follow that. That's what I get in that order. Yeah, I I could see that on the nose for sure. Um. I went ahead and, and took my first sip and you know, I, I'm still, wow. I like it, it was to me, it's intriguing and also enjoyable for, um, like you get, you get a heavy spice to it. Like you would with a rye. And then there is a, a nice subtle burn that kind of like is there stays and then kind of like leaves with a ting like a tingle on the tongue. Yeah, a little bit. I'm going to say this is the second coolest because it's not hot, right? Right. It's like one of the mellowest burns. Right, right, uh, right. So far, I'm going to say this is the second lightest burn going down um, next to, to Templeton. Okay. This the is Templeton pretty, night. pretty, it's just warm. Right. It's not hot by any means. Right. Like you're, if you give this to... Um, someone and it's their first sip of the day, type of thing. Uh, you're not gonna see a crazy like the uh normal oh shit face or even like a a wince. Um, that does do come a little bit later though. Like I, I was noticing in that when it once it got to like my esophagus or like further down, that's when I started feeling the warmth mm-hmm. and everything. It's so late, it's like a late, delayed. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Like at the same time, if you don't like almost like a heartburn feel. Uh, it, it does have that type of feel to it though, too. Wow. Yeah. Two though, too. Hmm. Yeah, it works. They get it. We're drinking. Right. Hopefully they are too. The more drunk you are, the better we sound anyway. So <laughs> <Right>. please feel <laughs> right. free to imbibe. Um, okay. I'm getting very earthy on this, on the palate. It is very earthy. I'm not really loving the finish. Um, kind of feels like. You just threw a little bit of dirt in my bourbon. Like literally, I don't, I don't know how to better explain that, but you get the rye. I think there is like a little caramel, caramel vanilla little taste in there. It's very mellow. You get the rye, you get a little bit of ethanol, but the ethanol is pretty mellow considering the proof at a hundred. Right. Um, but I'm sitting here with like an earthy taste. Like I literally just ate shit playing soccer. I agree with you. Um, Do you like I, my I, reference I, there, I ate a lot of shit <laughs> in playing soccer too. So uh, I know how that tastes. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's I, weird. I, I agree with you, but it's not like a, it's not like a bad earthy type of no for me at least no it's but not then again i'm more rye i'm more of a rye guy anyways and maybe like it's this, hay it could be because the the spice is what keeps me coming back to it like it does have uh it's not an overpowering spice but um it is still 
I mean, I still like it. I, I have a feeling I know where I'm going to end up ranking it. But um, on the second sip, uh, I, I would say I got more of what you were saying for the, the lighter, sweet, kind of like the, the vanilla or caramel uh, notes to it. And then I was also, I definitely got more of the earthy taste. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much oak that I was hoping to to taste on it, but um, especially off of the nose and feeling like you're walking through the forest when you take a, a, a sniff of it. But um, it's a kind, like for the finish, it's a, it's a little, I don't know if I want to call it short or not. I don't. It, it, um, I don't know. I'm getting this earthy feeling. You know how when like you've played golf, if you played golf early in the morning. Yes. When you walk on the course, the smell you get from freshly cut grass. Freshly cut and wet grass. Yes. That's kind of what I'm getting here. Okay. I mean, that's um, not too bad for you. I mean. No, I love that, the that smell of grass, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on this one. I think I know where I'm going to go with it, but I'm kind of torn. I do think this would be a very good starter rye. Um, interesting. Because it's not harsh. Right, right. And interesting enough, um, I think... I think I, uh, when I was at the state last, which is one of our kind of like a whiskey bar type deal. It's the whiskiest, whiskey-esque bar and not risky-est bar. It's the whiskiest bar out here. Right. And so in, uh, the Inland Empire, the IE. Which fun fact, they have speakeasies. Other fun fact, we don't all drive lifted trucks and ride <laughs> dirt bikes, but no, I drive you know, an old beat up Saturn. <laughs> yeah. Well, not um, always, but yeah, I get you. Uh, but I think I saw this as there, or because I asked, I was there. I was like, "Oh, um, what is what is your what is the gosh dang it? What is the Manhattan like? What do you use for the whiskey for the Manhattan?" Um, and they said the Rittenhouse. And I was Interesting. Like, oh, I don't want to try it. Like I want, I wanted to try it, you know, fresh without having it in a cocktail first. Um, yeah. And by the way, they didn't make a good Manhattan because I ended up, I was like, ah, oh, I don't know which one I want to go with. And I haven't tried the, uh, uh, but I think it was a bad choice on me for saying uh, the bullet rye. Um, but they, they could almost taste it like they had too many, too much vermouth in it. Like it, that's it, so hard part. Bad. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't taste the whiskey. All I could taste was the vermouth or whatever else they put in it. And it was just like, ah, yeah. I, I feel like, uh, making a good Manhattan is really difficult. Um, because the vermouth, if used just too much, it like overpowers the drink. Um, I feel like you definitely want to keep it on the shorter side. If you are drinking like a little bit less vermouth is better than a little too much vermouth. Right. Right. I'm I enjoy a Manhattan, but I'm still always going to favor a uh old fashioned if I get a mixed drink. Yeah, and the only one that I've uh Manhattan that I've really liked outside of the one over at Lazy Dog, um, but again, another restaurant that's kinda near us is called the Heights. Um, but they have their own style of their Manhattan or they, they do something different. It's not uh the classic. Okay. Delicious, but um, aside from that, the I did classic a, is or theirs is. Uh, theirs is. What about mine? I'm just. You kidding. haven't made the Manhattan yet. Oh shit, Manhattan! I was thinking yeah. old fashioned this whole time. Yeah. I feel bougie as shit when I do order it, but did I, you get I that just want a martini glass. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just want to test out. You know, see if uh, 
the rye is good in it. Um, but sorry about that, guys. Uh, to bring it back, I did end up uh, going ahead and doing my swish for it. Um, I definitely got a little bit more piney. I got that um, earthy. Well, and I and I think that's yeah. where we're at least. I think I'm getting like piney earth. You're getting more. I I see where you're coming from. It uh, coming from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I it's kind of funky. It's very earthy. Would, um, piney piney earthy. Yeah, well, I, that'll be a new word. <laughs> Piney earthy, earthy piney, piney. earthy piney, piney earthy, um, pine earthy, pine earthy. Oh, there earthy? we go. Pine earthy. There we go. Pine yeah. earthy. Oh, we just coined it. Yep, it's going in the dictionary <laughs> Tra- next trademark year. Trademark question. <laughs> <laughs> we got to email Merriam-Webster. <laughs> when a whiskey tastes earthy and piney, um, I would take this camping. It's fitting. I, you know, this is a good one to bring, and then change out the top. Because <laughs> like the taste looks much better than the bottle looks, uh-huh. or the taste the, tastes much better than the bottle looks. Yeah, I said the taste looks better than the bottle looks. And, the first and time. I'm struggling considering the price. If I for sure got it for the night, I'm I'm almost eighty. Put it in a sure flask that I got it. Oh, well, there you it. go. Yeah, yeah, no one would yeah. know. No one would know. <laughs> no one's gonna know. Yeah, How are they you know, know you know your voice sounds exactly like that. If you get like a little excited, but you keep your tone down. Your sound, you sound just like that. How are they going to know? Yeah. How are they going to know? They're not going to know. Yeah, you sound they like, I, I mean, holy crud flashbacks to every TikTok video out there, <laughs> um, except ours. <laughs> um, but yeah. We need to do some more of those. But. It, is, it is good. I enjoy it. I agree that it would be good camping. I could definitely see sipping this for a long period of time. You could drink this a very long time. Nothing like is killer kills it for me for a long time like a multiple drink right and it being the hundred proof like the proof doesn't really like jump out at you like i no. know you and i really like to get hit in the face but um this Fucking one this drunk one if smack we you. do two episodes in a row that's right. how we like to get apparently. apparently jesus um i can't keep doing these barrel strings man <laughs> <laughs> they smack you after a while um but they're amazing <laughs> I'm just going back with amazing there. Um solid. But yeah, it it's good. Um the yeah, the there wasn't much rye. My tongue didn't tingle as much as usual for most rye most rides, yeah. whiskeys out there. Um but it's it's good. It is good. And yeah. I really think this would be a good starter. It was nineteen ninety nine, by the way. I was so scared okay. that I didn't get it for nineteen. I saw it for twenty one ninety nine on Bevmo and I was pulling up a. Uh, the company by the way it's made by heaven hill if you didn't know that oh well that's um, cool yeah do they even say that on the bottle a lot of them don't because i think uh it's elijah craig is heaven hill larceny's buffalo trace i think i could be wrong don't coin me ignore the larceny one <laughs> it, it does say I'm, distilled and bottled by heaven hill distilleries louisville kentucky got it, it also says Bartstown. on the back that it's a pennsylvania style rye right so interesting i mean uh, and that's where its name comes from, from Rittenhouse Square within Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, which is in Pennsylvania. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> um, Would you pair it? I don't know. I don't know if maybe that. Uh, I think to your point, the vermouth would overpower this. Yeah. And I don't. To me, there aren't many mixed drinks that I would have with a rye. Mm-hmm. Personally, right. Now. This usually this is gonna go against a lot of my feelings 
on pairing it with a cigar. It might not be bad with a lighter cigar. Okay. Like so more you're of going a medium like, body. Uh, what have we had? Like a natural wrapper, not a Madura. Yeah. Or Nadu- gotcha. Madura. 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 I can't remember the, which, what we had. Was it Romeo and Juliet <clears throat> that we had the last? That, oh. Yeah, those were pretty mellow. That yeah. It could work with those. Um, yeah, I I think because of the earthiness, it might kind of smooth out. And I think that's why it's smoother than most is that earthy. Yeah. I think it kind of takes away the bite. Yeah. It, it all, Well, it definitely um, helps it. It definitely doesn't... Um, ruin it for for the experience of drinking it too so yeah it's an enjoyable sipper i really like the first half the first half to me is what makes it the finish is what kind of hurts it for me a little bit almost wanting like a a spicier finish i feel like i'm like i just ate a shit ton of soybeans and my breath like smells like soybeans or not soybeans, um, like edamame. Damn you. Why'd you have to say that? Because it definitely... Dude, like, that last one tastes just like like I just had sushi, and we hadn't gotten the sushi yet, but they definitely got us our edamame. Yeah, maybe we just need to let it... No, I, I kind of like not letting it sit and, and breathe, but at the same time, it, after you kind of let it sit a little bit, the the rye comes out a lot more. Really, it I'm, in, I'm feeling intense, like it's the it's opposite more for me. For me. I'm getting more earthy, okay. but yeah, that, that edamame earthiness <laughs> is like coming through and it's like, I mean, wow. I don't, I don't mind edamame though. I love edamame. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's different, which isn't bad. So I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't pair it. I probably would not have it with a cigar. I have plenty of other alcohols I would prefer. Right. You say alcohols. You have plenty of other whiskeys. I was just being vague. <laughs> um, yeah, primarily. I think 95% of my bottles are whiskey. I think you so. have one vodka, one tequila. And all, the, all of those are hidden under the cabinet because <laughs> I don't want them to be seen. <laughs> Some weird ass like alcohols that we got for like mixing oh, drinks back in the day. Yeah. Uh, what was the one that you had me and Victor have? Um, it was soju. Oh, you I had it? you... Um, Oh my gosh. Saki? Saki. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was an experience. This would it, pair well. With I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I mean I, I enjoy it. I don't know if I would I I, th- I agree with you that it would go okay or um like I, I would definitely like to have it around the f- the campfire. Um but I, I don't even think at I, the beach, like if you were at there, if you were at the beach during the day and had a flask of it. Yeah. Now we don't do that in California because it's illegal. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Um, but in other states, I don't do it when what? I go snowboard. Oh, you know what? No, I wouldn't take the snowboarding. It's not hot enough. No. Yeah. I, I would. I would need something a little bit spicier. Yeah. Which I do tend to use a rye when I go snowboarding. Do you know that some states you can have open containers at the beach? Or in the city in general. I think like Alabama. Um, New Orleans? Uh, I don't know. I just knew Alabama. Okay. Yeah, that was about it. Okay. Maybe a couple others. Right. I don't think... Mississippi too, I believe. But, I'm, but don't... You know what? If don't I'm way off... Don't on it. Don't... Uh... Feel free to... If I'm sounding like an idiot, message us on Instagram, TikTok. Whiskey Biz Podcast. And uh, if you want to email us, it's at gmail.com. Whiskey Biz Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. 
you can always uh, uh, Shoot leave us, us a, a review too. Yeah, leave us a review on uh, uh, Apple Apple Podcast. Wow, I'm struggling tonight. I, every um, it's so funny when I talk about like, oh, this podcast. I listen to. I have to uh, legitimately think about podcast when I'm talking about a different podcast outside oh, of ours. Oh, because you want to say podcast? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of like <laughs> made it too easy to do. Um, but shall we hop into our reviews? Uh, we need to also... Oh, we need to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Jesus. Okay, Breaking Bourbon. Because uh, I'm not too happy with Heaven Hill right now. They don't have much on it. Oh, really? Well, it's like a, their affiliate type of... So again, it's Heaven Hill. It is 51% corn, 30... I'm shit. 51% rye, 37% corn, 12% malted barley. Color they claim is copper, which they're probably right. They're righter than we are. Right. Yeah. Um, it's bottled in bond. Okay, nose. A nice mixture of fruit and grain are immediately noticeable. Dried fruit, maybe? Dude, I maybe swear to God. that's why we were getting the... Swear to God, he drank a different bur- a whiskey. Or she, or them. They, I don't know. Okay, so dried bananas, light the- peaches are mixed with hints of malty grains. Okay, maybe it's the grain is really what we're getting with like the earthy, mm-hmm. which makes sense. It reminds me of a bowl of breakfast oatmeal in the sense that it's a pleasing scent, but one that is very mellow and light. Surprisingly, it's not very spicy at all. I think mm-hmm. we got that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just uh I'm really not getting that banana. I, I have a hard time with banana though. I th- I think we have a hard time with fruits in general. Like picking up on the fruits cuz ex- except for um the only one that I I could say but it was like a dried fruit in essence was um oh, what's that Texas one? Why can't I think of it right now? Balconies. Yeah, balconies. Um, had like a raisin scent to it, but Okay, so the palette. Um, this is gonna make us sound really fucking stupid, but I really stand by our thoughts on the original. Like, I think that's what most people will get. This is like what the advanced, advanced palette gets. Okay. okay. The peaches and dried bananas from the nose carryover. Okay, maybe that earthiness might have a little bit of peach. You know how peach kind of has like almost an earthy type of sweetness. But because you don't have the sweetness, you're losing out on like that's why I'm mi- we're missing the peach. I don't know. What, what I'm just trying to like make every it. Every time you say peach, I'm thinking of the stupid emoji. <laughs> so you're thinking of asses. <laughs> so what you're telling me this does not taste like ass, Devo. No, that's why I was like I don't agree with it. <laughs> okay. So and now they're nicely mixed with white pepper and a dash of spice. I don't know if I'm getting much white pepper. No. Or pepper in general. I'm, I mean, I'm getting like the spice of the rye. I'm not really getting like a peppery spice to it. But maybe that's why we need to go and probably get that uh, tasting, testing, whatever the nose? sampler thing. But that's also just for the nose. Right. We need to like go through a course or where something. we can do our tastings. See if we get smarter. Um, so it's far from being your typical bold, spicy rye flavor profile, which you see with a lot of modern day ryes. And that's true. A lot of modern day ryes, very high in rye. Yeah. Very harsh, very hitch in the face. Not harsh. I shouldn't say that, but very potent. Right. Right. Um, instead it's more on the mellow fruity end. Again, no fruity to me. For me, it's not. It really isn't. 
Um, like you said, it, it's definitely got a more earthy, and that's why I was saying, I guess, piney feel too. So, um, but definitely no fruit. I'm at least we're not picking up the fruit. If you guys do end up going out and getting it, uh, let us know if you ended up tasting the fruit. It's definitely worth buying. Um, but it's definitely grass because my nose started itching and I'm allergic to grass. So it's got to be that, you know? Um, so in uh, additionally written house rye doesn't have a heavy mouthfeel. Very true. Yeah. It's the only bourbon. This is the only part of the bourbon that we drank the same bourbon of. I mean, rye. It's the only side of the rye. There we go. Mm-hmm. We do so many damn bourbons that I forget. I know. Um, it's also not light by any means. I don't think you could consider anything at 51% rye as a light. Right. It's just not possible. No, no. Unless they dilute it with other grains and or mixes. But this one, this one, you do get the, you do get the rye spice. Agreed. So it's a really nicely balanced or it's really nicely balanced overall. I agree agree. with that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Finish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit how, how far off are we um well we aren't close if that's what you mean um <laughs> almost pulled the charles there <laughs> sorry he literally <laughs> looked like he was gonna spit it all over the floor um leather lightly charred oak okay devo you lost the leather scent or flavor yeah apparently i did maybe so, like you know what you it know is what I, screwed me up was uh vegas in general I only tasted it for that one. Oh yeah, episode. that's right. That's right. <laughs> and now we always give you shit, and then you miss it. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's what it was. It was the leather from a cowboy's chaps, and he just <laughs> ate shit off of his cow or his horse, or he was and trying to ride a cow. From, and that's where ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then that's where the grass comes from, and the earth <laughs> from his chaps. Okay, I'm it going works. with in, it. In the boots. Going with it. Okay, so. Uh, leather, lightly charred oak, and light peach, along with pepper and a dash of classic rice spice. Okay. There is a little bit of classic rice spice. Yeah. While there's a pleasant dash of heat up front, I don't know. We, we got it. I think it's a little like, it's like really mm-hmm. more toward the end because it's kind of a late heat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, like um, it starts like in the middle and then. Yeah. Like it's not all the way through like some rice that we've had and. Uh, some of the bourbons we've had too. Agreed. It's not overly hot and not overly spicy. Dried fruit and white pepper linger for a while on the back end of the finish. If this is dried fruit, this have, is like shit that has been rotting. I think we need to buy dried fruit and try it. Like dried peaches or banana. Oh. Well, I can't have bananas. Allergic, but... Um, Maybe that's why you can't pick up a banana. Yeah, because there, there's been a few whiskeys that we've had. Yeah, this was one of them. Banana. Yeah. So Watch, while the Chris would have fucking tasted those, right? He picks up on the weirdest fucking flavors. Yeah, but he's right. It, it's weird. Yeah, Charles. <laughs> Charles hit it on our uh, last regular two. Yeah, last regular. I think we're recording a little in advance because uh, Chris has basketball season, so we're trying to keep up with our episodes. Right. Um. While the finish is definitely on the shorter side, and I yeah, wish it lasted right. longer. It's still very enjoyable. I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not a bad buy for for the price and what you're getting out of it. Like, it, I I will say it probably sneaks up on you because it is so smooth. Um, for the proof and everything, like you can go through two, maybe three glasses and not even know it. Um, so I would end up saying that this would be a 
dangerous for for Charles. Yeah, I agree. Um, by the way, he's not a big rye guy, so there are only two mainstream bottled and bond ryes. You want to guess the other one? You won't guess it. Think of something better known for its long yellow tube. Young, long, well, long yellow tube. That's my descriptor. E.H. Taylor? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for your eyes to go up to the bar, <laughs> to the, the alcohol. Yeah, it's the E.H. Taylor rye. It's the only other bottled and bond rye. Okay. That's, that's actually very mainstream. In- oh. It's kind of cool. That's that's really cool. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to say there are only two when shit could come from like the smallest fucking distillery in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh, it's well, good. That's two for now. You don't you never know for like what distillers are doing right now. Well, I mean, I guess we could really look it up, but I, I mean, I feel like it's something that's carried over with the rye instead of something that will be a new thing. Because why? I mean, now with media, with, you know, technology and being able to search everything, you can find out if something's real or not. Mm-hmm. And you have better, you know, better governance of what's sold for consumption. So, I mean, there's really no need for it to be bottled and bond anymore. Right. So, it's one of those things. I don't think we're going to see another one. I think they're slowly going to fade away. And maybe E.H. Taylor continues it just because of their history yeah Yeah. i mean that's what it is um it's one of the most sought after whiskeys right now but that being said do you want to do your review or do you want me to do mine first so i'm in between right now in terms of where i kind of want to um put this one i'm in between at a 3.5 and a 4 um, I'm leaning more towards a 3.5 just because of me being a rye guy and I'm not like you do get a, a decent amount of the rye, but, and, and the spice that comes with it, but it, it's just, um, I, I think that earthy or the dried fruit or whatever, like it could be the banana cause I don't taste bananas anymore or have bananas anymore, but I'm leaning more towards the 3.5, um, which means for me, I would definitely still have it on the shelf um, for guests. Like I, I wouldn't feel bad giving this to someone who's get, just getting into Rise or you know anything like that because it doesn't have a crazy burn up front. It's pretty mellow all the way through. Um, the the it's more subtle when it comes to the warmth. Like it, it's mm-hmm. there. It's definitely there. But um, for me, as a personal like. Like it wouldn't be my daily. It would just be one to have just in case someone was coming over that, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Or I like think... the end of the night type of thing and not wanting to drink the the more expensive stuff. This is a great one for new rye drinkers. If you're trying to get into rye and you're not sure where to go, go for this one. Because if you can't drink this one, you can't drink the other rice. Right. I'll just tell you that. I right. Mean, it's very smooth for Yeah. Rye. You you cannot drink other rice. I, I think this is even easier to sip than Templeton. Oh, and yeah. that was an easy sipper. And I think Templeton was what, 90? Was it 90? No, it was 80. Oh, the proof? Mm-hmm. No, I think it was 80. 80? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is very smooth for the proof. Um, But it's also very affordable. I mean, if you can pick it up for under $25... Get it, try it. If, you, if you're if you a rye drinker, I would say it's a good one to try. Now, that being said, I'm going to give it, I'm also in the same boat as you, between a three and a half and four. The only reason I give it is a three and a half 
I would drink it again. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, but, like I said, it's not one that... Sorry. No, you're good. But I'm not going to go out of my way to buy this or put it on my shelf. Like, I probably would not have this on my shelf because I... And pr- probably because most of what I drink is bourbon. So, you know, if you're going to be a rye on my shelf, you're going to be a good rye. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, it definitely doesn't hit your spice factor for your... Uh, taste buds of, of a rye. Yeah, when I want a rye, again, I want a rye that I'm one and done. One glass, one good pour, and it's done. Like, that's it. This one, I could literally sit here and probably have four or five glasses of this and not bat an eyelash. Yeah, and forget now, that you're I might, a rye. I might forget that I'm batting my eyelashes because I'll be pretty <laughs> drunk by that point, but... You'll touch your forehead and end up... <laughs> yeah, falling over. Yep. And if any of you are on our TikTok live where all four of us run it, that's how I would be through like four glasses of this. I'd be, you know, ready to uh, party, I guess. Um, and I think that's why I gave it a 3.5 is that it is too easy of a, a sipper. It isn't your typical rye, but I would use this, again, as a transition from bourbon to rye. Or any or any whiskey to a rye. Um, the the fruit side is just killing me though because to me it's not fruity, it's earthy, but it's just different. But it is good. I again I would drink this and maybe to your point, Devo, I would have this on my shelf just because of the price point and the fact that if someone did come over and they're like, hey, I've never had rye, how is it? I might give this to them. Yeah, and I am notorious to giving new people uh, the the strong stuff. Harshest goddamn thing out there, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like if I liked you and I was really wanting you to get into whiskey, I'd probably give you this. Um, Or get into the rise, I'd probably give you this. No, what you'd do is you'd give this to them Mm -hmm. uh, in the first, first glass and be like, ooh, can I try another? And then you give them the harshest thing out there and just... Throw them off their game horribly. I'd probably go Knob Creek Rye. Not the not the <clears throat> twice uh twice barreled. Oh, the hundred proof? That one? Yeah. Really? I I think I'd probably go like piggyback. <laughs> just because just because it's, it's hundred percent rye. I mean, Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're you're gonna you know, you're getting that rye spice. So yeah, it's um it's good. It's good. It is I good. don't really have much other to say. Nothing stands out outside of that like earthiness that we've been getting. Right. But it's it's good overall. Yeah, and and I think the 3.5 across the board or at least between the two of us um we I I, I think it's uh almost I, don't, I wouldn't say like no. It, it's it's just good. I I think it it's is. a good uh place to put it. You know what's funny? We decided to do this on this this bourbon or this whiskey on this episode because Chris isn't a rye fan, right? And and I think he would actually he, like this yeah, one. He would like this one. <laughs> As you uh, roll your eyes, Jesus, uh-huh. yeah, you can't see virtual, you can't see audio <laughs> eye rolls, can you? Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's worth a buy. I would say for value wise, I'd probably give it a four. But I think if I'm rating it as a just a straight up whiskey. I'm giving it a three and a half. You know, it would be int- like I, I would probably bring this to a party. Yeah, this because would be a great I, one. I, I wouldn't feel bad, you know, leaving it there because exactly. it's only twenty bucks or so. Yeah. Um. Also, 
this actually, I don't know if four, maybe a four and a half for price point. Because if you think about this, this is probably the best dry you will ever have under $20. Yeah, if we're going off of price, I, I agree with you on that. I don't think it's, it doesn't, I mean, it's not everything, but um, yeah. For sure. Sorry, I got a text message from someone from on TikTok. Um, we're going to meet up and cha- trade a uh, batch one of Bradshaw for Chugs. Oh, sweet. He had an extra bottle of uh, Chugs, and I told him I had a batch one of Bradshaw if he wanted it. Oh, nice. And so we're going to trade that. I'll probably bring him a hat, too, just to be nice. Pretty sweet. Or not to be nice, but just because. Um, so You're a sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't know that from this uh, from this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for uh, pointing that out. I have a I'm I'm like a uh I'm like that evil teddy bear. <laughs> you know I'm a teddy bear Ted. until you go right in front of me and then I'm like I you know the one that like you're is Ted. motion activated and it like oh okay. Yeah, Ted works too. Um he's an asshole. Not, yeah. not an yeah. asshole. He, well, he he's, is. He's caring, complete asshole. But he, he's He's a teddy bear deep down. <laughs> right. Regardless, he's still a teddy bear right. from Brooklyn or Boston. 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 Yeah. So, <laughs> shall we hop into our topic? Sure. So, I thought it would be fun this week to just talk about, because it's just you and me, mm-hmm. and we kind of, like, were the ones that wanted to go whiskey. Right. Like, this was kind of, um, like, our thought on a podcast was whiskey. Because yeah. Chris isn't a whiskey drinker. Charles was getting into it. And he was enjoying it, but it just didn't work out for him. But we're the whiskey guys. Yeah. Right. Group, so definitely. Since it's just the two of us, and I think it's kind of more fun on like some of the touchier topics to hit it with more than two people. Right. Um, more I thought it would be cool to talk a little bit about what a, what got us into whiskey or bourbon or rye. I don't know which way. I think you started in bourbon and then ended up in rye, right? Um. I Well, the thing was... For for me and how I started was definitely living at that this house. Um, like I I had a little bit here and there Jameson, and would end up uh you know just enjoying Jameson. Uh, so I went basically from uh Irish whiskey over to bourbon and rye because you had both we we had both here, um and I think the two that were on the shelf regularly. Well, I guess there was three, um, was, uh, Jim beam bullet bourbon and bullet rye. Um, I think for myself, I started enjoying, uh, the bullet, uh, rye a lot more. So, excuse me, I was a burping there. Um, so I think that's where my love for rye ended up coming about was here. And then, uh, yeah, so, um, well, yeah, I got a little distracted there, guys. Sorry. Um, but I started drinking a little bit more bourbons. I would end up having a lot more um, just random buys uh, over at, like, Total Wine or BevMo and stuff like that. Just pick them up and... Um, mostly off the bottles. I was, I was picking a lot of stuff up off the, uh, just because of the bottle. Um, I've had, uh, good night, Charles. And that was Charles. Good night. Yeah. Charles. Good night. That one's really good. Um, but that one's also above our price range. I think I ended up getting it for like 40. 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was looking at both the price ranges and then also bottle style, the, uh, proofs and everything like that. And, um, I just, started going after 
higher proofs and um for like it it was just mainly so that I wasn't necessarily buying a bottle of whiskey every week um but yeah it was it's been a it's been quite a journey I've definitely tasted more whiskey than I was thinking I was going to at this point in my life but um right I ended up finding a few that I really like one being the few rye and then also i think you said you're gonna make that into one of your cask picks right? yeah i cool. think i'm gonna bring that in um excited to one try of, it. one of my next uh ones and then uh also bone snapper x-ray uh i tend to talk about that one quite a bit um but yeah i'm still a rye guy through and through thanks to you uh for having that uh bullet rye available yeah we would always alternate between the 1.75 a bullet and bullet rye yeah um yeah it's it's i think yeah we definitely started out with you know decent bourbon Mm -hmm. but also the cheapest decent bourbon we could find and i think that's what kind of led us to the point of this podcast and why we thought 30 dollars and under because we were at that point where we didn't know what to buy we were literally buying based off of price and bottle and look you know Mm -hmm. we didn't know And that's kind of how we ended up doing this. And I kind of wish that we had this podcast to listen to because I listened to a shit ton of podcasts when we were drinking a lot of bourbon. (laughs) Um, Or drinking, I should say we were drinking a lot, but the same thing just because it was affordable and good. Right. And that was really bullet. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had like Jim Beam as a mixer. And then we kind of went to Evan Williams as well as a mixer. Just because it was and a, a little cheaper just a little and it was cheaper. just as easy to find. Um, but yeah, I think my story starts with scotch and I got into scotch first. I liked it because it was a little, I don't know what got me into scotch to be honest. Wasn't it was probably it? like 23 when I first bought my first bottle of scotch. It wasn't your stepdad? No, he was a tequila drinker. Huh. Tequila and beer and vodka. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I had no first time I had scotch was when I went to the first New Year's with Ariana with her family. Oh, nice. Her uncle gave me a, a, fing, a two fingers of um, Johnny Blue. Yeah, I'm not a big Pete fan. Um, and by Pete, I mean smoke. F- yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I also feel that uh, scotch is kind of oily. I don't know how to better state it than that. And I don't love that. So then I was, you know, testing the waters and trying. And probably because, you know, when I bought scotch, I was working at a retail store Uh and uh, I was living at home. So all my money, you know, was. Well, because you're spending almost $80 on a. I mean, I was good. I found some good. I found a Glenn Fittich. I think 12 year or 15 year Glenn Fittich 15 year at one time I could get for $35 when I was drinking scotch. Right. Which is pretty good. And that was a good sipper. It wasn't bad. And I think it's um, stayed around that price right now too, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's a good price point for scotch. Or is it 12 year? Now, like that. then I found this amazing evil thing called bourbon and the world changed for me. So it's a good evil. Yeah. <laughs> So it's um so that's kind of how I got into bourbon I guess. Um I also started drinking IPAs fairly early on and that's probably what pushed me to bourbon because I think bourbon's the 
like most flavorful, hottest alcohol out there. Like hot as in how warm it is going down. Like uh-huh. it's not the smoothest thing ever. See, interesting because I when when I think of um, rye, I think of IPA. For for that's me, that's fair. But I think that's also because um, not a rye PA. I mean <laughs> rye IPA. Right. Um, but I think it's also because like my dad wasn't big into IPAs or anything like that. So, um, when I think of like something against the grain, I guess that's why I'm thinking of a rye, but I get that. Yeah, I could see that. But I think too, like just bourbon has more flavor Mm -hmm. and I wasn't a, I'm not as big of a fan. I like a high rye bourbon, but I don't like it where rye is the primary, uh, uh, oh my gosh primary ingredient in the mash bill gotcha. there we go i'm struggling through that one but i had to get you or uh bring over the um breckenridge high rye blend i'd probably love it um but yeah that's kind of how i got into it i did drink it on the rocks a little more Back until my palate could handle neat okay i mean I, that makes sense <clears throat> And I think that brings up a point we were discussing earlier where our our mindset on bourbon kind of changed and how to drink it. Like we were very anti-ice, maybe add a dash of water, but very anti-ice. And the main reason is ice, the cold, kind of messes with your, your palate. Mm-hmm. And we don't like that. But that's probably because we prefer it neat. However, we have become more open-minded to that. Now, mm-hmm. we can't really taste you know, all the alcohols that, or all the whiskeys that we try, you know, neat on the rocks and with water. Right. It's a lot of drinking <laughs> in the same night, especially because usually a good tasting takes us two glasses to two decent pours to get everything in the taste. Yeah. And, um, I was listening to a podcast that kind of mentioned that as well and why they drink it neat too. It's, um, also just because you're, you're getting the, um, like the full flavors all all at like that I think that's why a lot of people use like a dash of water and and some ice is just what opens to, it up. Yeah. But um they said like the true way of tasting testing whiskey is um neat. When it's but, the best we prefer it that way mm-hmm. and that's how it comes out of the bottle. Right? So we taste it so you know how it comes out of the bottle. Right. Literally every bottle we taste is freshly opened. So that also helps you to understand it doesn't quite have that chance to open up for us. So sometimes you, you know, you can open up a bottle and it lets some of the ethanol out of the bottle and it kind of mellows it out and kind of gives it a little less ethanol, but it's not going to do much to it. It's not quite like wine. Right. But yeah, I prefer, there's no question I you will rarely ever find me drink something on ice unless it's dog shit. Just to be able to get through it. Yes. I gotcha. And you know, it's one of those that you don't even think it deserves Coke. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's how I got into it. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. I think I think bourbon is kind of like the man's man's the man's man alcohol. Yeah, definitely. Is that like you think lumberjack, you think like that tough old man, he's drinking bourbon. 
I think of Clint Eastwood, bro. It's so true. <laughs> he's he's either drinking bourbon or Jim Beam or Jack. Oh, no, he wouldn't drink Jack. I feel like he'd drink Jim Beam or Natty Ice or some bullshit, like terrible beer. Yes, I think, uh, what was it, Gran Torino? He was drinking some... Like off the wall, just like random. He might have been drinking was, Pabst, to be honest. I think it was Pabst. And now I can't, I can't remember, but I think it was. And then uh, the one... There was at one point that they showed that he had a flask, and I'm pretty sure he had a super high proof or just a, a like raw tasting whiskey in there. Yeah, because he he gave the good old fashioned after after that sip. Yeah, well, we all know we have those days when you you just need something. You know, when the days when we bring out barrel strength. Right. And you're just like, whew, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. it's the funniest thing. It's like, no, I really didn't, but and. And again, we've talked about this before. We don't use, you know, we don't use or condone using alcohol to numb things. But sometimes it it's nice to take off the edge. Yeah, definitely. And I and I think that's what also, um, not that I use whiskey as that, but um, you can be honest to our followers. I'm just <laughs> I, kidding. I mean, there there were times where you know it was a, a little rough with work or you know, just had a long commute or, you know, got freaked out because someone cut me off and I almost got in like three accidents in one day or whatever it was. And I needed something to kind of like wind down or, um, something like that. And I guess that also contributed to what I was, um, picking up at the liquor stores for, for whiskey sense. is like, okay, I need, cause I, I, al- now I always have at least Knob Creek. And then, um, uh, since I don't have too much space, I have like two or three, um, other bottles outside of knob. Um, and usually I'll have a super high proof. I'll have a good mellow, not mellow, um, but spicy. Nice yeah. And then, um, one that I it just wanted to try. I get that. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I can't say that I just have like <laughs> you, um, you definitely have one for any type of occasion too much. Um, yeah, I could, I could, you could come over and have a nice selection, but even still, I don't have that big of a selection compared to a lot of people out there. Um, but I enjoy it. It kind of almost became like a hobby during COVID, Mm -hmm. like finding bottles, trying new things. And I think that's why it was affordable because you couldn't do anything else. So, you know, I kind of made that like, instead of bowling, I went and bought a bottle of booze bourbon which i don't suggest uh drinking bourbon or or whiskey while bowling <laughs> beer is definitely the way to go for when you're when you're uh bowling hey we did okay we did pretty good we, actually but, but we did drink a lot of beer we did drink a lot of beer um yeah i think i came back with some money from from uh that tournament I don't recommend drinking high proof alcohol when gambling at like four in the morning no. no. Well, for you guys, no. For me, earlier in the night, because then I end up falling asleep. So You fall asleep anyway. You're the old man in the group, man. I am the old Come man. On. I'm, I'm the Clint Eastwood. It's cool. Just not as tall. <laughs> I can't even say that Fair. I'm his son because his son is like 6'3", too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what got me into bourbon. Again, I mean, I, I've gotten kind of fancy, too, and I only... I can't tell you the last time that I drank bourbon out of a regular glass unless I was at a bar, like a regular tumbler. Mm-hmm. 
I only drink it out of Glencarn glasses. I think it's the best way to drink it. Um, other than that, you know, just enjoy it how you enjoy it. You know, that's that's the most important thing. And I do, one of my favorite things about bourbon is I think it's the best, it's the one alcohol that brings people together. Outside of wine or um, even, um, oh, what's that? I've seen too many chicks fight over wine. What's the champagne? No champagne. Champagne's a party to... party alcohol, man. But it brings people together to the party. Yeah. Well, then does tequila too? Yeah. So, but I mean, like, <laughs> like to meet and hang out and like relax. Shots, like, bro? yeah. Well, that's my point. <laughs> when you're doing shots, you're partying. Like you're you're just trying to get drunk. Right. You're trying to put down alcohol as quickly as you can, as easily as you can. You're mm-hmm. drinking the shittiest stuff out there. Whereas like bourbon. You drink good stuff. You share it with your friends. You know, that kind of thing. Well, and I, I guess that's another thing that's unique about bourbon whiskey or bourbon whiskeys um, in general is that most of them are made or, you know, yeah, made to be enjoyed and sipped on, not necessarily Agreed. shots. Not Agreed. Like, like you're supposed to enjoy a long-lasting drink of... When I think that's the other thing that makes it something that you can relax with is you could have a conversation, you know, an hour long conversation and have one glass of bourbon. Yeah. And it lasts you that whole hour. Yeah. Because it's, it, it lingers. It, it has more flavor. It's more satiating. Victor's taking a picture of me. It's creepy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But, um, camera shy right now. That, that's why I haven't looked over to him. Um, no. <laughs> oh, but he's taking your picture too. Devo's. I, uh, I did a yeah. stupid face, so that might come out. Who knows? Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this, this topic was a little shorter, but we just wanted to kind of give you, I think we had touched on it in we prior did. episodes, we did. but I thought it would be good to just kind of go over it, kind of talk about, you know, what makes us like bourbon. And I think you guys have caught on. I like high spice. Across the line. Mm-hmm. I do. I prefer spice over sweet. Um, but you also but, enjoy the smooth. So if it's got a heavy spice to it and it's also very smooth, like not. I like it where it has a nice finish. Mm-hmm. So and usually you get that with higher age or better bourbons in general. Right. Um, I But I do like to get that like, whew, you know, a little bit of that feeling. Now, you know, if I gave this to the average bourbon drinker, some something that made me go hoof, but like not heavy, they'd probably think that I was nuts. It's like that whole thing on TikTok where they say like, oh, take a shot of tequila and don't make a face. Right. I don't understand that challenge. No, it's not hard. Uh, oh, oh, I, I don't want to try it because yeah, it's I, been a long time since I've taken a shot of tequila. You could do it, Devo. Come on. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll buy a bottle of tequila for you. Of- I have eighteen hundred. Oh, you do. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do it on an. On <laughs> oh, a, I do see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in here now. Oh, it's yep. out in the outside now. But Devo, do you have anything to add on bourbon? Um, I. If you're out hunting for bourbon, definitely um, kind of like branch out. Don't don't get stuck. Um, there are still a few whiskeys out there that I tend to come back to, but it's mostly on just thoughts of like, okay, I'm wanting to celebrate something or what have you. And that's why I go back to that one. Cause I know that it's, it's good, but 
I say, you know, take the, take the leap there at most, um, you know, at most stores, they're going to have tasting notes on the shelf for you to kind of like pick and choose. Um, if you will like that type of profile and everything like that. Um, and you know, keep listening to us. Maybe we'll come across something that you'll really enjoy. And, uh, you know, we give you guys our tasting notes and, uh, what we get on the nose and everything. And, uh, whether or not it's, it's a good sipper, daily sipper, or, you know, just for good, you know, fun occasions and stuff like that. Um, but definitely just branch out, go ahead and, and buy a bottle. And if it's $60, Hey, it'll stay on the shelf for a while. So those, that $60 will definitely um, <laughs> just, I, it, I think so the speak. other thing that you're kind of touching on was don't get stuck on the hard to find bottles that too, because it's they charge so much for the hard to find bottles unless you're in a state where it's state run liquor stores. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's don't, don't waste your time trying to find those bottles. If you come across one at close to MSRP, cool, get it. But if you don't go like out of your way, there's so many good bourbons out there. So many affordable bourbons. I mean, I could fill my rack with you know, 50 bourbons under $30 that I would enjoy drinking. That Woodenville. Woodenville is 40. Um, but that's, that is a, a bourbon, right? Yes. Okay. But they also have, I think they just have bourbon and rye. Well, that, I don't I, think I, they have a whiskey. Okay. I, Cause I, I was just going to say that like, that was one that I was skeptical of, but at the same time I went ahead with it and knocked my socks off. I was, I was, it was another enjoyable one. That's the one distillery I've been to so far. It's out in uh, Washington, about 40 miles outside of Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool little place. It's pretty small considering what the, what kind of, uh, what, how much alcohol they put out. Because you can find it pretty easily, especially in California. Maybe some of the other states is a little harder, but West Coast, you can find it pretty easily. And I think it is about $40. Um, on that, I think it's 46 on CW Spirits, which isn't bad. Um, the nice thing about CW Spirits is they do ship across the country to any state. Right. So that is one benefit. So if you are in an allocated state, it could be a good um, way to go. That is um, the, and then the code to get the 5% off is podcast with a K5. Um, so podcast five. But also just before we head off, um, just a, uh, reminder, we do have our Venmo up. That's whiskey biz. We have PayPal, which is whiskey biz LLC, or you can search us by our email, whiskeybizpodcast.com. Um, and then we also have our Patreon, which I found out someone told me that it was hard to find our Patreon. Um, so if you do have a hard time finding it, you can find us, find us at www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast. You can't find us in the search. I don't know why it's a problem, but I tried after they mentioned it and I couldn't find us. Oh. So patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast. So if you do want to check out our three, five, ten dollar tiers to support us or 18, 20, 22 for the hat or the shirt hat or any apparel item every two months club. Right. So I think that hits all the notes. If you guys do enjoy us and you feel willing to support us that way, 
We really appreciate it. If you don't feel like supporting us that way, five stars and a comment would be fantastic. Yeah. Help us out. Help us uh, move up in terms of uh, where we're at in standings and everything. So, And it helps us get noticed if you do appreciate what we're doing. If you don't, we understand. You can still give us five stars and talk shit about us. Yeah, definitely. We, yeah, we, we take don't, criticism. Yeah. Not very. I don't take it as well as other people, but hey. It happens. You know. Uh, I'm stubborn. Right. But I'm a I'm a bourbon drinker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> bourbon made me do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, with that being said, Devo, do you have any final comments? Keep it neat, friends. Woo!